before when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Hot flashes and night sweats? You need this shirt. Check out NASA-developed Outlast Technology temperature-regulating shirts from Tempogenics. With unparalleled cooling technology, Tempogenics performance shirts are crafted from NASA-approved Outlast Technology design for spacesuits. This performance wear adapts to fluctuations in body temperature, so you stay in your comfort zone. Did you know 90% of women experienced less sweating, 75% felt more comfortable during a hot flash, and 46% experienced less severe hot flashes while wearing performance shirts from Tempogenics? Stop suffering through menopause now. 9021OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. It's 90210NG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Okay, you guys, we are here for another episode of 90210MG. Hi, you guys. This is super special and unique because. This is the only episode ever that's actually named after a character. And that character is here in the flesh. Well, virtually. Christina Lise is with us today. Yay! Yay! We love you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for coming back on this show, Christine. Happy to be here. This is your episode. You know that, right? Yeah. It's called Emily, which is kind of cool. we were jealous. We, we, we were like, I didn't get a Kelly episode. She didn't get I a didn't Donna, get a Donna episode. episode. Yeah. Amy didn't get an Amy episode. Amy episode. Like, <laughs> no, but can I just WTF. say, first of all, Christine, you're beautiful. Second of all, I want to faint because you're wearing the beret. You yeah, guys. I'm wearing the actual hat. Oh, my God. She's wearing Emily Valentine's actual beret from this episode. It was when you were going off to France. And you had a little French beret. I don't want to deal with anymore is- <laughs> how did you know to keep it? That was so. Yes. How did you well, know to take it? It was my hat, probably. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> she had to bring her own wardrobe. We <laughs> talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the, the biker hat that I wore in the first episode that I did was mine too. And I wore it on, it was my lucky hat. I did, I did like six different jobs with it, but I got 90210 in the audition wearing that hat. And I got Chucky. I got Child's Play 2 wearing that hat. Wow. I, that hat is also mine. I owned it before I was an actor. Um, can, can I borrow that hat? <laughs> that, that hat is, needs to go in an archive. I think it's, I think it's good luck. They, yeah. make me, they make me wear it on Chucky. Like I wore it in Child's Play 2. I wore it in Cult of Chucky and I've worn it in both seasons of Chucky. So uh, Don Mancini is all about that hat. So speaking of Chucky, what's the big news? They got a season three. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Woohoo! Wow. Oh that's gosh. awesome. That's a round um, of applause. So proud of you. And on behalf of my daughter, who we call Jenny's daughter, Hattie, Hattie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's her favorite show. She watches every episode, like both seasons. She's watched every episode over and over and over. Huh. She is going to be so psyched when she hears there's a season. Oh, that's coming. awesome. Yeah. Where do you awesome. keep, where do you keep that hat? Like, where does it stay in your house? Somewhere safe? No, no respect. It's in a big no. stack of hats, you know. Doug I feel like for a hat. Like, huh, look at that one. To right ensure there. that hat. Yeah, or maybe just, just go to like the container store and get like a special box for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's box. my recommendation. That one got, this one, it's in part one of this too. I think you wore it when you bumped into each other on the cable car. Yeah. And then you wear it as you drive off in the cab. There's so much to talk about, and I know we're not going to be able to keep Amy at bay. No, so let's I'm like just... dying, and I've already Googled every single location that they <sighs> oh, shot at in San Lord. Francisco. Lord. so good. Uh, you got to say, uh, you got to say, I got to say, and I'm not just saying this because Christine's here on the show. This is maybe one of my favorite episodes so far. Wow. Okay. We're talking about season four, episode 13, of course, entitled Emily, aired December 1st, 1993. Ouch. Did you say entitled? years ago. Entitled. Oh, my God. Did you say entitled? No. But, Jenny, what's that date again? Aired December 1st, 1993. December 1st. I'm surprised it's December because it seems like a sweeps episode, but we'll get to that. Synopsis. Hell Week hits hard. Steve dresses as a woman. Brenda refuses to undress. Brandon finds out he's about to lose Emily again. No! And Andrea can't force herself to love Dan Rubin any longer. Directed by Richard Lang, written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. What did you all think? What did you all think? Well, you declared, Tor, it was maybe one of your first favorite episodes. That's a big statement. Yeah, why? Okay, so I... Okay, the Emily Brandon stuff was just like... And I got to say, Christina, I've admitted this before. Like, sometimes in past seasons, I was like, I don't know, the Emily Brandon stuff, like... I was off and on with it. Like you guys just were like mm. magic. What happened? Did you guys go on like a romantic getaway to San oh, yeah. Francisco we and the, took a crew along? Or how did this happen? How did you guys actually get into San Francisco for this long? I mean, that was a lot yeah. of scenes. Did, did, did you and Jason discuss it? And then like, did he approach them and say, hey, we want to film two episodes in San Francisco? You know, I don't know the answer to that question. J- that was our city. Jason and I would have all of our anniversaries in San Francisco. Aww. So it's their city. Uh, it was an important city for us, but mm. I don't really know. It might just have been like, you know, uh, producers wanted to hang out in San Francisco for a week, you know? <laughs> and that they did. I mean, Jack and Karen just wanted to, uh, you know, a week? San Francisco. Were you there a week? A couple days. 
I would think, you guys tell me, that Jason would have had the leverage to say at that point, I want to do this special episode and I want to do it in San Francisco. Do you think? I mean, first of all, are you dying that in real life that was their special Dude, place? I'm, Is that like. I'm like completely dead at this whole episode. Re, like art imitating life, art, life imitating art. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I figured your head was like blowing off with all the like San Francisco, like specific locations, all the sites. But they really got their money's worth out of that bridge, I will say. Oh yeah. my God. I was like, did San Francisco pay for this? But we'll get to that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Don't you think you guys could have at this point gone and said, let's do this? Jason certainly could have. I, I don't have I didn't have any leverage, but Jason certainly did. Yeah. You had some <laughs> leverage, Jason. Yeah. But, you know, um, those those two times that I came back to the show for those little double up thingies, um, they were just like gifts from Aaron Spelling. They weren't, you know, from your dad. They weren't anything to do with Jason requesting my being there or my You mean these this these two episodes? And the and then the ones in season five. Uh what what what? Okay, I was like I couldn't remember, but I was like, this can't be the last time we see her. This Wait, can't. She went away in the in the cab. Yeah, then I come back from your burned in the fire. And somehow Oh my no, god. And somehow nobody ever made the connection between Emily Valentine being the fire starter and Kelly being burned in a fire in the episode that she returned in. Wait, what? You can't do this right now. <laughs> we don't remember we're having Jack you back, but. shit. Um, so. No, my dad was such a huge fan of yours, and that is absolutely why they always kept bringing you back. I just meant you had the leverage of Jason saying, "Hey, can we go to San Francisco?" That's all I meant. It could have gone down that way. I, I just honestly don't remember. I just still say, just for people listening, there was this, these were special episodes. So I'm doing the math. If this was early December, then the first part was in sweeps because clearly this had a lot of money behind it, these episodes. That is not cheap shooting all over San Francisco with every iconic San Francisco location in it. Honestly, I, I might argue that because they probably had a skeleton crew, like a small crew. And they just popped off shots like around town. Yeah. Like how expensive is that? <laughs> Did yeah. the same person then, direct both episodes just for your part, the San Francisco part? Do you know? Richard Lang? Did he do both? I don't know. I, I do remember Richard Lang though. And Jason and I were huge fans of him as a human being. Um, I'm not liking him very ST. much, but I don't remember that detail either. I mean, there were some really fancy director moves in this mm. episode that yeah, stood totally. out from all the other ones. He he said, if it moves, put a camera on it. So like the whole uh, dim sum, lazy suit. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, if it moves, put a camera on it. That was his line. We love a good lazy I season, mean, don't we, Jen? Oh, yeah. But who doesn't? I mean, right. but I mean, the show starts on a scene, uh, on a shot that we've never even attempted to do on the show before. Like it's all this like huge crane of the building and they go totally. down through the window yeah. into like the window. Thing. Yeah. yeah, look around the room for a minute and then land on you guys. It was really cool. Yeah. The shot of the Mustang on the Golden Gate Bridge from last episode was insane that they had that shot and that the camera pulls back. Same thing even when the Mustang drives away at the end, you know, of this episode. It's like, oh my God, this episode's yeah. amazing. I mean, Richard Lang, one of our favorite directors, but I feel like he never shot stuff like this before. So maybe he didn't have the pressure of being on set and following everyone, like looking. You guys were away and he was just like, let's do this. Well, you like, can't spontaneously do any of that kind of stuff. No. Shots in the middle of a big city. 
No. Do you guys want a okay. quick, do you want a quick fun fact about the dim sum before you move on? Mm-hmm. At the time, it was located at 919 Grant Avenue, and Imperial Palace has now moved, but I believe still there at 818 Washington. I've got so you can still eat there. love addresses. Yeah. Got yeah. loads of these. Keep going. You can still eat there. It's, it's still open. Yeah. This I keep wanting to swear. This shit was real. Like, they shot at real places all yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to go for some dim sum. Totally. Oh, Guys, Let's go, go ahead. Dim, we'll get to Okay, Christine, was it weird? Because I was putting myself in your shoes while I was watching the scenes. And you had some like dialogue that was, you know, I don't know, maybe not the easiest dialogue to make natural. Was it weird acting and saying those lines and being so young and probably, oh, you know, there was a lot, it was a lot. And with your real life boyfriend, like how, how yeah. hard was that to be stay in character or to like sell those lines? Uh, those there were a couple of lines, epically difficult to sell, <laughs> and there were even a couple that were factually not right. Like mm. under the bridge, I say, "Look at the tide; it goes in all day and comes out all night." The tide isn't dictated by the sun by by what t- by the time of day; it's dictated by the moon, and you know, and tides are not in and out by the time of day. You know what I mean? Um, and there's a couple of other things that they wanted me to say that I just didn't and Jason had the power to get them rewritten so they weren't wrong but if you watch the show you know we're talking a very really high fake voice like this and then, <laughs> I was like what, what voice is that what are you doing and I feel like I talked to Jason about this yesterday I'm like I think I was just trying to create some sort of alter ego to deliver this dialogue to get, to get it, it over with yeah because it was me and Jason and and there mm-hmm. is there was and also, the, I said this before, I think, on the show, because Jason was my real life boyfriend, there was some actual real kissing that went on, which yeah. I would never do. I've never done with any other actor because I just don't. That's not how I roll. It's so vulgar and so uncomfortable to watch. It's so oh, disagree. I loved it. Disagree I loved it so much. <laughs> so like, nasty. I full disagree. Was crushing on this relationship of Emily totally. and Brandon this time. I was just like, I don't want her to leave. I want her to come back to Beverly Hills, and I just want to see this relationship continue because I'm like obsessed with the two of you now. Totally. The chemistry, just the relationship. Uh, like even when you, with all the I love yous, and there were many I love oh yous. Oh my God. If you drank every time many. there was an I love you, you'd be wasted. <laughs> but it was so real and sweet and believable and beautifully shot. And just, you both look amazing. This is a, this is a many people's favorite episode. I've already seen in the comments. Oh, really? Yeah, the comments from part one, if we'll call it like part one, part two, many people are like, I can't wait for part two. It's my favorite episode mm. of the whole series. That's interesting. Uh, I'm a Euphoria is my favorite of all the whole series. But um, the other element to that episode that was real is that the woman that played Rosie was mm. one of my real life best friends. Mm. She, she was we real- were wondering... Okay. Yeah. So Jason pushed really hard to get her that job. And um, she was great. She was great. And you can tell just by my energy with her, you -hmm. you can tell that I really know her and I really like her in real life. Or Mm -hmm. I can tell looking at myself, you know. That's funny because Tori, you said that last week. You must have met her with everybody because you said, I know her. You said something about her last week. So you recognized her for sure. Would I have met her with you? Yeah, because she, that was all shot in LA. That 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 was a set. What? Huh? <laughs> that house was a set. By the way, 
the decor of your apartment, I love. When they did the whole pan through mm. and the books and the fireplace, and like uh, it was just all great. And very San Francisco details, even the light switch. There's a light switch on the apartment wall that would only be in like an old San Francisco apartment. Like it wasn't an up down, it was a button button. The push button, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, oh man, somebody knew what they were doing. And the fireplace where you kind of, everybody tweaked their fireplaces and like would put flowers on them or whatever. It was really, I'm from San Francisco, just so you, yeah. If that apartment was really uh, like an $8,000 a month apartment. (laughs) <laughs> like ridiculously massive apartment for San Francisco. Yeah, we talked about that in nine, in the nineties. That would be thousands of dollars, and now that'd be ten thousand dollars. Yeah. We all need a makeup refresh from time to time. I know I like to switch things up when it comes to my makeup routine, and Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup if you're ready to try a new look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply, which really helps when you don't have a lot of time on your hands. I love their Liquid Lash Extension Mascara. No clumps, no smudges, and... Their formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. I really like their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's so easy to apply, and it gives you an instant eye pick-me-up. Plus, for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. You can't beat that. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, medics, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select Orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Ladies, say goodbye to hot flashes and night sweats with Tempogenics temperature-regulating shirts crafted with NASA-developed Outlast technology. These shirts keep you cool and comfortable all day long. Experience unparalleled cooling technology with Tempogenics performance shirts. Adapted from spacesuit technology, they adjust to your body's temperature fluctuations so you can stay in your comfort zone. Tempogenic shirts actively absorb, store, and release heat, helping to mitigate uncomfortable menopause symptoms. And the results speak for themselves. 90% of women experience less sweating. 75% felt more comfortable during hot flashes and 46% experienced less severe symptoms. 
Whether you're working, playing sports, or just relaxing at home, Tempogenics temperature-regulating shirts are a must-have. Say goodbye to sweat stains and hello to comfort. Don't settle for moisture-wicking shirts that react too late. Choose Tempogenics for proactive temperature regulation that keeps you cool and dry. Outlast technology isn't just for astronauts anymore. Experience the difference with Tempogenics temperature-regulating performance wear. 90210OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. I just want to talk about the dim sum some more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Imperial Palace, come up, so Jenny, we'll hungry. go there. Oh my God, you guys, I love you right at right there over dim sum. That was the first I love you. And uh, then it's true. I went, went first too. And that's uh-huh. true in real life. Mm-hmm. I went first mm-hmm. in real life too. Really? really? Yeah. Which is ballsy. Yeah, it is. Because you, you, he was like famous. I know. And you, <laughs> I know. That's, it's a lot. I don't yeah. want to pry, but did you say a few moments ago when you talked to Jason yesterday? Did I yeah. hear that? I, I heard that. <gasps> so I, he texted me while I was watching this stuff. No. Oh my God. I that's funny. Him up. Oh my God. Did you say, hey, this is funny. I'm watching. I said, you won't believe what I'm looking at right now. I sent him a picture <laughs> of the screen. That's so sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. But so, uh, go ahead. I have a question. Did you guys enjoy that it goes back and forth from Emily and Brandon? And then there is a pretty major Steve storyline going on. And there's a major Brenda storyline. Or would you have wanted the episode to just be like a special 90210 and just Emily and Brandon? I think no. I had a break from all that saccharine bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I have had too much love and too much San Francisco. Get me back to Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. it could I mean, I liked spin-off. it, but it was like a lot. Because every time they would mm-hmm. go to San Francisco, it felt like a different show. Like it felt yeah. like Brandon was in a movie of the week or something. Like I didn't know. Yeah. You know, it just felt different. But true. So they maybe could have done a spinoff, yeah. Jen. Like Joni loves Chachi. Yeah, Brandon and Emily. <laughs> Christine, had you seen this episode many times or was this the first time you'd seen it in a long time? I think I watched it for the Peter podcast um, a couple of years ago. Um, I don't like I don't enjoy I don't enjoy watching myself on this show. Really? God, I love watching you. I don't know. Uh, I, one, I just can't believe how skinny I was. And uh, well, you how old were you? You were 26. You were just a young thing. Yeah, not young to play high school. Um, right. Yeah, I was 26 in the first one. So then by the, this is what year was this shot? Or 93. So 28. I love how you look in these episodes. It's just like a softer Emily and mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your hair looks so yeah. much better, like uh, that darker uh, color like you have it now. So yeah, I love this Emily. This mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's very bright. She's very smart. She's very sweet. She's yeah. like the whole package. Yeah. It's talk so, about making the so turnaround. Relentlessly sweet, though. It's <laughs> it really is. I swear, this stuff is so sweet. I almost puked. That's yeah. my note. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I'm like, oh my God, stop with it already. Um, and he's so sweet, too. He's like completely off in La La Land, meaning like not the real La La Land. Like he's going to like move, go to Berkeley. Like he's just like, I'm missing Ready to move away from his like, family. Right, yeah. he's just like in it in some sort of his own world too. 
You said you didn't like watching yourself on this show. Do you like watching yourself on, on other stuff that you've done? Uh, it depends. It, it really, mostly it comes down. Well, it's hard for me on this because, the, because the dialogue is hard to sell. I can see myself struggling with it. Mm-hmm. It's making out with Jason. So now Jason's like my brother, you know, so that's also got a level of grossness to look, you know, like I can't, I can't imagine. I can't believe I ever did that. Um, it's just uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> Very bizarre. Um, so it's that some things I like to watch is I think my performance was particularly grounded or something. Uh, I had a really hard time watching Chucky. I I disagree. There were times like Emily earlier where there was like dialogue they gave you that was just very like in this one. I remember like I just thought like, God, she's so real. I literally said she's so real in these scenes. I know you probably didn't feel it, but I was like, God, she's so good. Like, it's so natural. It's like this. It's talking like. I love it. Every time you do that, it kills too high. Why do you want to be like this? This is my this is my natural talking voice, and I don't. Talk now that you're ta- you're pointing it out, I can hear it. <laughs> but it was Emily's voice. Oh, she, that was the new and improved Emily. Yeah, I actually think this must have been a lot of work to shoot too, because it was like so many things. They have you in Haight Ashbury, and then on that horse carriage, which, by the way, like I've never seen that in San Francisco. In my, I'm 48, and I've lived here my whole life, and I've never seen a horse-drawn carriage. Ever. Yeah. But you're like running up the hill and at Ghirardelli and Alcatraz is in the background. Alcatraz. I was like, if they go to Alcatraz, I'm off the rails. Like, <laughs> Amy was so mad last week that you guys shot this and she didn't know it when she was younger. That She didn't know you, Jason was you in town. you guys were in town. In 1993, <laughs> we were obsessed, right? So that's like, I'm Tori and Jenny's producer, but they're like, oh, you're such a freak, 90210 freak. <laughs> So we would sit in my sorority and watch these episodes. So I have to believe, so that was in Berkeley. So I have to believe that we were watching this going, holy shit, they're 10 minutes from us. Like, yeah. what? I'm in, shocked in you every didn't... major tourist attraction too. Jason <laughs> Priestley, king of television, is in every... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, who, didn't nobody notice? Of course they must have. I mean, you know, Jason, Jason, you guys were all like rock stars. You guys, you couldn't go anywhere. So. Right. There's no way people must have lost their minds. We were just saying, though, that there was no social media or Internet. So nobody would have been able to like still text. You couldn't even text. still no damn Internet. No, we didn't even have cell phones. When did we get Internet? No, we had cell phones now. In 97 or 96. Come on. We had cell phones. phones, I had a phone in my car. Right, uh-huh. you guys did because y'all were rich and like acting. We were in college. Maybe we had right. that thing. <laughs> the I'm shocked you haven't Googled. Like there was must have been some local like newspaper that said like 90210 filming in town. I Jason Googled Bruce, a no. ton of it. You I did? mean, that apartment's oh, okay. at 181 Buena Vista. <laughs> so, but I didn't see press from back then. I might have to go and do a deep dive again. Uh oh. Because I was working at Fox then, but in San Francisco. So I was in college and I would leave and go to the Fox station for my like internship. We must have known. We must have known. I have to say, though, you know, when Rosie spills the beans about the big secret and and, and in the last episode, they teased that there was a big secret and everybody was all excited about it. Uh, And then and then that was the big secret that you were going to France. I was like, that's it. 
Yeah, Same. I, thought, I wanted more. I wanted yeah. you to have some <laughs> problem, oh. like big, like huge. she was pregnant, <laughs> something mm. that you just had a like baby that. and you're hiding it in the cupboard, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do they send everybody off to Europe? Like, you go off to France. Brenda goes off to London. At some she point. went to France too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, so you guys you could have seen each other. It's like it's like that's where you send people when you want to get rid of them and uh, like France. People, any blue collar characters have to become insane and violent. At the Cousteau Center, is that a real thing? Cousteau I Institute. They yeah, Cousteau, w- Jacques. I'm assuming fewer. it was Jacques. Even fewer American Americans. ones. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, where did you and Dylan go? You went to Europe too. Oh, we went to Europe for like a little. Where'd you go? Okay. Was it Paris? France? Italy? Know. Well, on stage. Well, we didn't really get to go, so. <laughs> maybe was, maybe that was just like, um, uh, you know, again, once again, Chuck Rosen's trying to get a bid to go to Europe. Go to go to France. He really wanted a free trip to France. Keep sending characters there, so maybe the show can go there at some point. Never oh gosh, know. That would have been nice. I wish you could remember, like, when you were in San Francisco, like, where did you guys stay? Like, where did you go to dinner? Like, can- oh, oh, where? Oh, she knows we Fair stayed at the same place all the time. It was our place. It was a place. It was, it's not. It's not there anymore. It, it, it's in oh. Pacific Heights. It was called the Sherman House. It was our anniversary place. Oh my god! And it was, it was a. It was a. Amy um, Google's the Sherman House. Beautiful that had like seven room, a room and a suite in seven. Like a B and B. And ours was the Biedermeier suite. We took the Biedermeier oh. style of furniture. Ours it was, was on Green there. Street. <sighs> Yes, and the room had a fireplace and a bay window that you could see Alcatraz from, and a canopied bed. It was, and they had a little restaurant in there, and like home cooking, and yeah. Was it? I'm showing Christine a picture. Oh my god! Wait, may I ask you a question? Back then, were you a vegan? Back then, I was a pescatarian. Okay, because Jason loves meat. Yeah. <laughs> How did that work like, in your relationship? Because he cooks. He, I mean, you cook too, but he's he such a foodie. I was, I was the cook when I when we. What? Um, and he what he gave up meat. He became pescatarian too in the last year or two of our dalliance. Um, I've had I have two ex boyfriends that I was with for the same amount of time, and both of them gave up meat during their tenure with me, and then both of them became savage carnivores <laughs> the minute we broke up. I've never had a man give up anything for me. <laughs> Did you guys go to the most foodie places? I just know, like, when you're staying somewhere, like, in a city, Jason has to go to, like, yeah, the foodiest places. And, like, they're always amazing. Well, foodie wasn't even a thing back then. But we, there was a restaurant. Right. He couldn't – Jason's kind of one of the smartest people I've ever known. And he's got, like, a mind, like, a steel trap. He's really good at remembering names. Like, mm-hmm. he'll see somebody – at you know the supermarket and and go oh, Jim and, and like Jim did the craft service on Sister Kate I, I don't know how he like everyone's names it's ridiculous um and I mentioned this restaurant that we would go to it's not there I don't think it's there anymore but it was the outside it looked like you know those nougat candies that are white nougat and they've got like jelly bean colored jelly in it it's kind of an old fashioned candy oh yeah in the middle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And it looks like dots in it like little. Mm-hmm polka dot white candy this restaurant like the outside of it was like wavy shapes and big like like the inside of a lava lamp but it Hmm. wasn't 60s it was sort of just modern but very type of food i'm really hungry what type of food um i don't remember what the the food was like and uncharacteristically for jason he couldn't remember the type the name of it yesterday maybe it was more dim sum 
No, somebody needs to. That's all meat. Dim sum's all meat. I wouldn't have been eating that. In fact, I was when I watched the thing yesterday. The horse carriage bothered me. I I can't believe I didn't object to getting in that horse carriage because those things are so horrible, terrible for horses. I think back then they were as terrible. Like I feel like we didn't know as animal lovers, or we didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Was he into wine back then, or not yet? I got him into wine too. What? When I met him, he was a Scot. You're blowing my mind today. And I just when I think I know everything and we're friends and like, uh, it's just I'm hearing new stuff every day. Okay. He was a Scotch drinker when I met him. And uh, one day he said, I have a bot. This is a direct quote. I've got a bottle of wine in my fridge that needs to be drinking. Um, And so I went to his house and we watched with Nell and I and uh, drank a bottle of wine. And I'm I'm the wino, but uh, Jason has eclipsed me in his knowledge and collection of wine mm. make his, his own, own wine line yeah can you say line no it's called a wine his own yeah, brand his own label yeah he's got label it. yeah Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select Orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Ladies, say goodbye to hot flashes and night sweats with Tempogenics temperature regulating shirts crafted with NASA developed Outlast technology. These shirts keep you cool and comfortable all day long. Experience unparalleled cooling technology with Tempogenics performance shirts. Adapted from spacesuit technology, they adjust to your body's temperature fluctuations so you can stay in your comfort zone. Tempogenic shirts actively absorb, store, and release heat, helping to mitigate uncomfortable menopause symptoms. And the results speak for themselves. 90% of women experience less sweating. 75% felt more comfortable during hot flashes and 46% experienced less severe symptoms. Whether you're working, playing sports, or just relaxing at home, Tempogenics temperature regulating shirts are a must-have. Say goodbye to sweat stains and hello to comfort. Don't settle for moisture-wicking shirts that react too late. Choose Tempogenics for proactive temperature regulation that keeps you cool and dry. Outlast technology isn't just for astronauts anymore. Experience the difference with Tempogenics temperature regulating performance wear. 90210OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. 
Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. So I was very obsessed with the scene. So it's sort of this, you know, romantic comedy as a good montage with you're at the Golden Gate Bridge and at Haight-Ashbury. And there's a scene where you're arm in arm. Like, I think... One arm, one of you has your arm up high and the other one down low and you're kind of walking. And I just thought that was a moment for me when I'm like, oh, my God, these two are they really if you didn't know, you're like, they're really together because it was so natural. It was so cute and loving. And then when you're running up the hill, I just loved that whole montage of all those scenes around San Francisco. Yeah, it it. And and I think that the that's that episode definitely benefited from the fact that we were really a couple because because um yeah <laughs> as definitely. Jenny said because some of the dialogue was difficult to sell but the but the feelings were not so yeah the dialogue benefited from the sincerity under underlying them I, I can't yeah. wait to yeah can't wait to hear fans were weirded out by the dialogue I wasn't but no I especially like I don't know which one it was but like the sitting in the bed scene. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I know you and I know when you're uncomfortable with bad dialogue and I, I could feel it. Yeah. And you can see it in my face. I, I, I No one else could, by the way. Amy didn't notice. She, no, she, yeah. Not, that's why I can't wait to get feedback from everyone listening. If the dialogue was only sort of jarring to you guys. And also because you have the benefit of knowing Christine where she's still Emily for me. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, you could see like these times in the it isn't in the first round in season two when I had to, had to say some line about you know let's go let's go to the Halloween party dressed like ourselves like <laughs> I already have the perfect mask or something and then he's like I don't uh, you, I don't like some, it's some line like about a mask and I like your mask like in it's just so hokey and mm-hmm. and you can see me wincing while I'm <laughs> saying <the> dialogue. <laughs> Uh, if you know me well, or if you know me at all, you can see how uncomfortable I am with the, the dialogue. Like, I'm just this side of rolling my eyes while I'm saying. <laughs> Tori and Jenny, did you guys have to, did you ever have lines where you're like, I am not saying that? Oh, uh, on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jenny and Tori talk about that, how also a man writing for a woman is sometimes like, wait, what? There's very male things in a lot of the episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not this one. No, no. this one this is one just is Cavity so City. You get, everyone gets cavities <laughs> watching this one. <laughs> I loved it. 
Oh my! Should we talk about the other parts of this episode at all, you guys? I think yes, we should. I, yes, yes. I just also love when when Christine like, indulges. When and Emily says stop. to the neighbor, like, you talk to him, I'm going to go take a bath. And I thought, oh, that's so random. Why is she going to go take a bath right now? And like, if they're so in love, wouldn't they like take the bath? Like, I just, like, I, I tried, it was just maybe to get you out of room. I was like, you're, you're perfectly clean. Your hair's all shiny. What do you, what do you want? Would you go get sweaty in the bathtub? Like, what, and later she just friends. ran up the hill. She needs a, a lot of tea. They, you drank so much tea. Like it's like first thing in the morning, and you're like, "I'm gonna make some tea." And I'm like, "What? Okay." Rosie's coming over to get tea. Everyone's drinking, and because they're nineteen, they're like nineteen or twenty years. They're not allowed to drink. Yeah, but right. you could have coffee, probably. Mm. Coffee. Uh, all right. Was- what do you want to go? What do you want to go to? Let's go to. Want to go to the play? Nah, not really. <laughs> Fine, oh get it over gosh. with. I really want to go to Brenda Hellbeat. was great. Well, Shanna was great yeah. in that in that stuff. But I remembered it immediately when the episode started. Didn't you immediately go, "Oh my god, they want her to take her clothes off"? Nope, nope. What? But then when I was watching it, I kind of remembered. Oh, I did. I remembered that totally. You remembered it. You weren't even there. I, but I saw it when it aired at the time, and I read it. <laughs> Here's what I love that Christine reads the whole script. Or is Tori oh, right. just like looking for their part? Never. Nope. 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 <laughs> what is a miasma of my melancholy? Uh, it sounds like a disease you don't want. It's <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> what? No. I don't know. It well, was intentionally. Weird. It was intentionally pretentious. They were being over the top. Yeah, but there was some snazzy music to go along with the theater sequences snazzy. snazzy jazz theater music but i really thought it was weird when brenda turned it into a comedy like <laughs> you can just do that if you don't want to if as a as a new actress oh, and she's got attitude about it too like, yeah. yeah well it was better <laughs> i made it work it worked so yeah. grow up she's like i, I was like wow i love kelly in the audience oh she's gonna do it Get ready. Gosh. I was a little nervous at it. I honestly do not remember that. So I was thinking it was going to, we were going to, yeah. But she's going to nude up. He thought Brenda was going to nude up. Yeah. She was going to put on that flesh colored bodysuit that everyone always looks so attractive in. When you do <laughs> I thought she just had that black dress that was like from the Simply Irresistible video, you know, like <laughs> oh. she put that on. Yeah, that's recycled from the uh, breaking up was hard to do. Or- totally. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't mad uh, about it though. It was stupid, but I wasn't okay, mad well, about it. Let's talk about Hell Week then. That was way okay. more dumb. Wait, should we finish with Hell Week and do the one other storyline to get that done with? Andrea, Andrea, yes. and, and oh, Dan yeah. Rubin. Okay, yeah. Andrea, Thanksgiving Andrea. and turkeys and Brenda and and uh, you know Kelly and Dylan fighting and. That was from lot. the week before. Yeah, we mm-hmm. watched, we right. talked about that. Yeah, so that's like okay. part one of this sort right. of two part. I watched them back to back yesterday, so I can't separate them. I actually think they would have Sorry been good that. that, like as a special two hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's but do you think that Andrea, okay. Hmm. I was happy to see Dan Rubin go only because his hair was getting too puffy for the frame <laughs> and it was getting weird. And and she didn't love him. You could tell. I mean, they were doing the nasty, but Mm-mm. she did not love him. And I wanted her to love him because that was her first. Were you in love with your first? No. 
Who is? I was. You were? <laughs> yeah. In real life, I'm not talking about Donna. <laughs> I didn't know what love was then. Like, I don't, but I don't think I walked around saying I love you every five minutes. Like, you guys. <laughs> I'm very team Jesse, so I'm not, I'm fine to see Dan go because I like Jesse. Now, what do you think of the, the sort of reveal that we're supposed to think he's like the bartender. And then we find out, nope, he went to Yale and he's a lawyer. At, he's in law school at UCLA. I, I, thought, I, feel like they kinda... I thought it was a mean trick for him to pull on her. <laughs> like I just had to test and see if he'd go out with the guy who was just a bartender before, you know, that's sort of a manipulative thing to do. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. true. He said it out loud. What, what, the words he said. I wanted to see if he'd just go out with a bartender, not not know that I actually was fancy. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> I like it. He is fancy. I think I wrote that. He's fancy. <laughs> He's right up her alley. Wait, one scene they show her full length. She, I don't think she's pregnant yet. No, there's a bump there. Life. There's a bump there. You really? see it under In the, the orange, orange sweater? sweater? Yeah, <laughs> it's little. I just really thought that Jesse and Andrea have a cute energy together, and she looked adorable in that. I totally agree. Hat. Yeah, she did yeah. look cute. Yeah. Do we talk to the talk about the cringiest left, right, left, left, right? Left. Like, come on, that made me bored. That is do, all the boys had to do was wear a helmet, but the girls had to walk around with curlers and face cream and bathrobes and like. Okay, so I have a reasoning for this. I think the girls had to do that. We're talking about Hell Week now. Right. Um, I think the girls had to do that because in real life, when I was in high school, we had like juniors and seniors mm-hmm. and we had a senior day where they got to make their juniors do whatever. Mm. And I had to wear a maxi pad on my forehead, <laughs> like That's crazy funny. makeup, maxi pad on my forehead that said slut. And then they took <laughs> scoops of Vaseline and smeared it all in my hair. And we wore robes. No. By the way, Vaseline doesn't come out. My mom was so pissed. She's like, this isn't cool. Like Vaseline doesn't come out for like weeks. They couldn't like get like never be able to do that now. Ever. So I'm wondering if my dad told that story <laughs> to the writers and they're like, oh, okay. So the girls Probably are like. Probably because if a sorority did that, they would be thrown off campus so fast because it would be like, you're blatantly, outwardly hazing people. You're done. Yeah, it's not allowed now. Oh my God. And we had God. to go to like a cool party and be around cute boys and go up and they would dare us to go up to them. Like, ugh. There's the weird boy the stuff. But. The word slut has been canceled, too. I tried to play it in Words with Friends yesterday, and it, w- it told me it wasn't a real word. Oh, really? Yeah. What? No slut. Huh. Yeah, they, you, that would be a Sign of the times. No. Boys, I think there is a lot of boy stuff that goes on, but always behind closed doors. Like, you would never put it out into the quad in the open for all the school to be like, what the WTF? No. Yeah, and all the guys had to do was push-ups. Like, guys like to do push-ups. Who yeah, cares? in front of girls. And then yeah. they had to wear a helmet. That, that was my... I wasn't surprised the girls had to do what the girls had to do. I was I was surprised by the disparity between how bad what the girls had to do was and what the boys had to do. Was yeah, wearing yeah. Wearing a, you know, a G.I. Joe helmet isn't... <laughs> I like the part when Kelly had to go up. I remember shooting that scene with the the cold cream on our faces and the shower cap. I remember having to go up and kiss Luke in that scene. And uh, it was fun. We had a good time with it. And he really went for it. That's why it was funny. Yeah, I great. My my teeth look so yellow wearing cold cream. That really bothered me. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. And she has like the whitest teeth ever. The cold cream was cold so. Cold cream. Cool. And then it got, gets on Luke's face and I'm like, oh yeah, God. People cute. are like, what is cold cream? And then you all are sort of in, like chummy again, Dylan and Kelly, because when Steve's in the dress, you sort of float off together. Do, 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 he you off the it. stage so hard, actually. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, what? You're wearing, what? It's, you're the one in that scene wearing the, the engineer boots, the big black boots. Uh-huh. This is, as you're walking away, you're on this, on the platform that Steve was on and Luke grabs you and your legs almost go airborne. You get <laughs> yanked off like, it's like whiplash from the yes. end. Yes. I saw that. Mm, that was, that was fairly common. That happened a lot. I totally noticed no. that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's sort of like, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah, you went flying <laughs> like a rag doll. And Leslie Sumner just doesn't know who she is because first she comes into the world and then we've got the drama where she's so inappropriate with Andrea, but then now she's back fully hazing. Then she becomes like, it's like she that character is so like, doesn't know what it is, but keeps coming back because they need somebody. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was really happy to see our robes though, Jen. Didn't that <gasps> yeah. make you feel like oh like I those remember were... those robes? I loved those robes. We should bring those robes back. Those were like the first chenille robes, right? Yes. And they weren't <gasps> cheap, those robes. No. Mm-mm. Um, you know, in my daughter walked through the room when I was watching um that scene where Steve is up on the stage mm. in his get up which was amazing. We can talk about that. But, and then there's like a scene in front of it. So you kind of just see him in the background, like mm-hmm. passing out flyers and stuff. And he kind of falls down in the background. And my daughter was like, oh no, some woman fell, fell down in the background. <laughs> some woman. I was like, no, that was Steve. He has nice legs, by the way. I just want to say for the record, he's got some nice gams. Yeah, oh he's a total babe, but what an idiot. <laughs> So he lo- he loves that scene where we're dressing him up and doing yeah. his lipstick because he loves bringing it like, look at what happened in the past. And now Ford, because he and I did that beauty line together. So he's like, look oh, at my that. God. No. He loves that photo. No. He has that photo and he loves it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He dug deep for that. He did. Remember us putting the choker on him and we were like <laughs> MacGyvering it. it. Like, yeah, <laughs> we had to make one with ribbon. Man and- neck. Uh-huh. Yeah, whose dress was that, by the way? Both of you were ridiculous. I think that was a Donna dress. Didn't you feel like that was a Donna dress? Uh, excuse me. That was not. <laughs> Wait, it wouldn't have. It went to be very big on you. Like that big. Oh. Uh, this is Dumpfire dress. This is totally. This is I think that was the boobs. I think that was- that, no, no baggy sundress would be. Uh, that would fit either of you would ever have fit Steve. Ever. Why are we and, supposed to, were we alluding that this was our clothes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we I dressed him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Which okay. you have as a dress that will fit We you. went to a vintage store and like got a bigger size. I liked no? all of it. It was super cute. I so just love all that camaraderie. I'm just irritated at the key and we're back with the stone oh, of the ball. Yeah. And it's just I'm like, irritated that the cop said, spread them. Spread them. <laughs> But I'm just like, really, Steve? (sighs) Why did he go and do that and ruin everything? Now what's going to happen? And I knew it was coming, and I just was like, this dumbass. I thought thought for sure he wasn't going to do it. He was going to put the key in and then be like, oh, no, and leave. 
Mm. But he didn't. Oh, but then we wouldn't have the drama for next week. Although I did notice, was this the time when the tag watch was so big? Because you sort yes. of see his arm come in and you see that tag watch. That was that like was iconic. Like, like you, yeah. you made money, the boys All got the boys tags. had the tags. Totally. Yeah. Are those even still around? Yeah, yeah I think be. so. I still mm-hmm. have mine. Yeah, they must be. They're probably like worth it, worth money. I just now. saw something about how like Rolex is the best investment you can make if you have Rolex watches to hold mm-hmm. on to them. Because you can I'm sell not, it practically damn, for more. Damn it, I hawk mine. mine. Same. <laughs> oh my god, you guys, why? Such a bad move. Uh, because this is terrible. My 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 current husband gave me a Rolex. I don't some for birthday or something and then we broke up no and i didn't no, want didn't. it so i got rid of it no you didn't and then we got back together and he's like where's that rolex no. that i got you i was like um, i don't know <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. I have a few more things, but I do want to say at the end, Christine, you look so pretty in that scene. Like Question. when you're saying goodbye and Brandon looks like such a babe, Jason, Brandon. That's a really, I, I like that scene. And you drive off in the cab and the way your body kind of shrinks in the cab and you're sad. And then he's got the cheesy cable car and his Mustang and off he goes. I don't know. It's just very, oh. Thank you. Um, that jacket I'm wearing, it's a D, it's a it's a DKNY jacket and there's a floor length duster thing that I also yeah. have. That wasn't mine. That was I I I was given that by the show. Um it looked great on you. It's an awesome jacket, but it's got moths got to it. But I still no. yeah, it sucks, but moths. I love your stories because it's so cool because everyone knew you and Jason were together in real life, but like hearing the stuff, like I don't know, it's just so cool to connect it. Did you both get paparazzied a lot? Like, were there a lot of cameras? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It was crazy. I the the the, the only pop. There's a funny paparazzi story that uh, we're living together, and um, Jason had gone to work, and there's a knock on the door, and I open the door, and it's Tim Curry. And Tim Curry standing at my front door. I'm like, oh my Tim god. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. He's like, oh, I just want to tell you. I'm not going to do a British accent, but I just want to tell you that there's a camp paparazzi are across the canyon photographing into your house. Mm-hmm. Um, at like 8.30 in the morning. And I said, oh, that's we need to tell me. He goes, yeah, you should probably close the curtains. I went up to them and told them to go away and tried to bully them away, but they pretended they were photographing the sunrise mm-hmm. even though they were facing the wrong direction. And um, anyway. <laughs> Oh my God. So he's from the Rocky Horror Picture Show for anyone that doesn't know. And he goes up to them. Yes. <laughs> he was like, major, what? That's amazing. <laughs> so I'm, I do that. I close all the curtains. And then like the next week I'm in Georgia shooting an episode of in the heat of the night. And I go to work one day and everyone's like, Oh my God, Christine, if you feel uncomfortable, you know, if you, just let us know we're going to feel safe. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And like the third person <gasps> says it to me, if you ever feel uncomfortable or something's going on, just let us know. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. What What's happening. And apparently hard copy had run a mm-hmm. the night before that I was living in terror in my house because Jason fans were pissed off that I was living with him. And that I had called security too. And, that, and they had video of me talking to my security in front of the house and video of me closing the back of the house up. They had all that footage and they just rewrote the narrative. That <gasps> I was afraid of uh, rabid Jason fans. And I was living poor, sweet Christine. <laughs> I actually said that. Oh my God. Poor, sweet Christine can't Luke. leave her house. Um, Christine Elise gets death threats because she's... <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. But that. Boiled up with Jason Priestley. 
there was never a like it wasn't like it is now thank god thank god on, on so many levels we they, nobody camping out in front of your house that never happened and um except for this one time and and you know if you wanted to read mean things about yourself back then you had to go into those forums and read through thousands of things chat boards were they called chat rooms and or forms yeah that's board. where i would see stuff so that's why i mix up like i'm like are you you're are you sure you guys the internet wasn't then because we could go to the chat boards and see all the sh- bad stuff written about us that was there were there like us weekly like paper magazines on this on the yeah. yet? <laughs> yeah Wait, was there were magazines invented yeah, then? Yes, it was. There were magazines, and um, we had the wheel and fire. Awesome. Um, like, remember teen? You guys were all on the teen. Yeah, that was nice. That was and the, that stuff. Yeah. That was the good stuff. Tiger beat, sassy. Yeah, but, but the mean ones. There was yeah, like the so National Enquirer. Like, then National Enquirer, yeah. Globe, and Star. And oh, Us yeah, magazine yeah. was around, and People. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think even Not Entertainment Weekly was around. Yeah. TV Guide. Do you remember Globe, you guys? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it right. It was like the National Enquirer, the, the Globe, the Globe. And it's not around anymore. But I hold them responsible for single-handedly starting the rumor because people, you know this, Jen, for so many years, people always say, oh my God, Tori Spelling said so much plastic surgery. Da, da, da. I've carried this since I was 17. They're the ones that put out an article when I was 17 years old saying, a source that went to high school with her says she looks completely different. Meanwhile, they show me at age 12 and they're like, she's had ribs removed, cheek implants, like all these <laughs> things. And I'd only had a nose job. I was 17. I just remember crying and my dad being like, mm. it's okay if they're talking about you. It's good. You know, he was kind of trying to say that thing. But it was that damn article that propelled my whole life, people say. Yeah. I mean, I'm 49. I could use something done, but I can't do it because I'm like, oh, my God, but people are going to say I've already had (laughs) plastic surgery. So how could I ever do anything? But hello, I want something done. (laughs) But anyway, I'm done. Wow. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select Orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Ladies, say goodbye to hot flashes and night sweats with Tempogenics temperature regulating shirts crafted with NASA developed Outlast technology. These shirts keep you cool and comfortable all day long. Experience unparalleled cooling technology with Tempogenics performance shirts. Adapted from spacesuit technology, they adjust to your body's temperature fluctuations so you can stay in your comfort zone. 
Tempogenic shirts actively absorb, store, and release heat, helping to mitigate uncomfortable menopause symptoms. And the results speak for themselves. 90% of women experience less sweating. 75% felt more comfortable during hot flashes and 46% experienced less severe symptoms. Whether you're working, playing sports, or just relaxing at home, Tempogenics temperature-regulating shirts are a must-have. Say goodbye to sweat stains and hello to comfort. Don't settle for moisture-wicking shirts that react too late. Choose Tempogenics for proactive temperature regulation that keeps you cool and dry. Outlast technology isn't just for astronauts anymore. Experience the difference with Tempogenics temperature-regulating performance wear. 90210-OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to thenineescruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, Christy. Hey, Will. I have some unbelievable news. Oh, there's a Kim Possible, Ron Stoppable reunion in the works. Nope, nope, okay. no, that would be great. But no, I have other big news. Oh. We just launched the super awesome contest to become the next big voice actor. That's right. We want to give an amateur voice actor an opportunity to win a one-year contract with my voiceover agency, CESD. They are amazing. I've been with them for over 20 years. And that's not all. A trip to L.A. to meet Will and myself and some amazing prizes as well. Yeah, so how do people enter the super awesome contest to become the next big voice actor, Christy? Send a two-minute or less video or audio file showcasing your best voices. Well, okay, Will, it's time. Do your announcer voice for the rest. Oh, yes. No purchase necessary. Submit your entry at IHearVoices at iHeartRadio.com between January 9th and February 9th. Entries will be judged. The contest is open to legal residents of the United States who are 18 and older. Official rules can be found by going to our Instagram page at IHearVoicesPodcast for complete details. Listen to I Hear Voices on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, Wait, before we go, what do you give this episode on your one oh, out of 10? Christine, we rate them one out of 10. That's not fair. I'm not doing that. We will. I'm rate, we we're will. rating you. Well, I, I think I gave last week a 10, so. Yeah, oh, that was geez. a little like, where can you go from there? Why did you do that? Seriously. <laughs> she's going to do it again. Duh. Oh, my no, God. No. I can't find my marker. I'm doing a small deduction for how I kind of was irritated by the. Um, Ready? Hell no, I can't find my Jen, please. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Jen, please. Oh. When are you going to reveal what y'all's big announcement is? I saw y'all dressed in white on Instagram. You We've joined the it. nunnery. You know it. <laughs> I know. I know what it is. I I'm would love to join a, a nunnery. 
Building up a teaser. I don't ever want to have snorkel. Hold on, I gotta find my marker. <laughs> Tori, we're on, Tori. Oh, it's red. Is that bad? Okay. No, write it down for the love of God. I got it. I got it. Are you ready? Yes. One, two, three. What in the actual hell, wow. Jenny? I'm just Jennifer kidding, you guys. I love boobs. She just drew boobs. It's an eight. 9.5 for me, Tori. Nine. 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 So, Christine, you don't know this, but I always give the episodes like what? Three, four, <laughs> literally. And everyone's like, wow, what? you went high. I love this episode so much. I am so yeah. about Bran and M. I love that. They shorten each other's names at the end. Bye, Bran. Christine, Bye. you're the coolest. Freaking cool. Yeah. Thanks for coming on with oh us. Gosh, we love you, but you already me knew too. that. Thank you for having me. It's always fun to be here. Uh, let's do best line because that's what oh, we do. I do have that. Who, what's your best line? I actually loved when Dylan says, looking real good, Kel. When you had oh, the. my Mine's right there too. Uh, cold cream. It turns me on. <laughs> See? It's cold cream. I told you. Wait, I have it, but I'm going to get it wrong because I don't know how to do the wash. Uh, uh, I was pre, wait, pre-shrunk. With Emily. Emily. Oh my God. Oh Whoa. yeah. That's pre shrunk. Pre washed. Pre washed. Something shrunk and hung out to dry. Yeah. Oh. Did I say it right? Christine? That's an Emily line. That's an Emily line. I don't remember saying that line. Oh, <laughs> like clearly you've been to a lot of therapy. Yeah. I was. Can I say one other line to see if anyone else picked up on this and I'll get the haters. That's fine. The word N A K E D. Naked. Shannon said naked. So yep. it's a little bit naked. of her accent coming out. Naked's fun in Tennessee. It was, but it was I like naked. It, Aww, she says naked and she, she says, did. how does she say my name too? Ginny. 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 Always. Ginny. I love it when she it's says so stuff cute. like that though. Yeah. It's so, we always loved it. Uh-huh. Um, and I also love slash hated, I love your flower. That sounds Brandon dirty. says to Emily, I love your flowers. And it just made me think of Jen earmuffs. You put said, your, I love your flowers. Put flower. your earmuffs on. He did I not know, say, I love your joke. flower. I know. He said, I love your flowers. But it made me think of, I love your flower. Sorry. I'm being dirty. Put your That's earmuffs on. Oh, Christine's on. never going to come back. <laughs> We're fun. Leave my flower out of this. Oh, it was good. We had we laughed, we cried. It was a good episode of 90210 OMG. Thank you, Christine, for coming on with us. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me. We think the world of always coming on. Anytime. Mm -hmm. We appreciate it. And next week, everybody, do your homework. Watch season four, episode 14, Windstruck. Mm -hmm. Windstruck. Do you know what it's about, Jen? Maybe like I know. About about the wind? I do. Like wind sailing? Like a wind? Is there a windstorm? You know what I know it's not about? What? Emily. <laughs> she went to France. If they don't mention you next week, I'm going to get really mad at 90210 because I feel like everything, it's like wrap it up and then it's never addressed again. Yeah, no, he loves If he her. doesn't get that call from you, if he doesn't say something. Oh, yeah, the call. When she has and her number. You're going to wait a whole season for that. She comes back with that haircut that I got savaged for. Don't tell me. (laughs) 
Oh, all right, you guys. All right. We love you. Right. Love you. Bye. 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 Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hot flashes and night sweats? You need this shirt. Check out NASA-developed Outlast technology temperature-regulating shirts from Tempogenics. With unparalleled cooling technology, Tempogenics performance shirts are crafted from NASA-approved Outlast technology design for spacesuits. This performance wear adapts to fluctuations in body temperature, so you stay in your comfort zone. Did you know 90% of women experience less sweating, 75% felt more comfortable during a hot flash, and 46% experienced less severe hot flashes while wearing performance shirts from Tempogenics. Stop suffering through menopause now. 9021OMG listeners get free shipping with code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com. That's code 90210 at hotflashnosweat.com for free shipping. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today.